who started saying these sorts of things. So it's kind of, it's really sinister. We I mean, I, I like a sort of prostitute weeing on the bed story as much as the next man, but there's some, <laughs> there's some I do. <laughs> but, there's a, but there's some really genuinely sinister stuff going on. I, I thought that the most unnerving moment of that press conference was when he was saying that actually it's fine, he's very, very wary about spying. He always tells his people to be careful what they get up to in hotel rooms because there are bound to be little hidden cameras filming everything they do and that'll end up on TV. And I found that quite worrying, coming from a TV executive who owns lots of hotels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people, you know, they talk about Donald Trump as if he's some kind of idiot, he doesn't know what he's talking about. But actually, you know, the guy does his homework. I mean, this is a tweet he sent in the year 2014. Um, he said, are you allowed to impeach a president for gross incompetence? So, I mean, even at that early stage, he was prepared <laughs> for the next four years. I mean, his, his press conferences in stark contrast to the Obama's final speeches as they leave the White House, you know, um, Barack Obama's and uh, Michelle Obama's, which I found particularly moving because she's a very elegant, eloquent woman, and her speech was very, very moving indeed. I mean, obviously, it'll be an awful lot better when Melania does it. Didn't he end the press conference with his old TV slogan? Yeah, you're fired. Didn't he? Yeah. You're yeah. fired. It's like, really, we are just living in a reality TV show that we can't turn off. Yeah. <laughs> he was cross with CNN. He called them fake news. You're fake news. Even the BBC, he said, uh, oh, yeah, the BBC, that's another beauty. You know, I, I mean, I, I hope he means that genuinely, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's sarcasm, Donald. You're being very unfair. On this programme, we have been nothing but supportive. Um, <laughs> You should hear what they say on the news. <laughs> Relievingly, this is the extraordinary press conference Donald Trump held this week, during which he was forced to deny unverified claims that, amongst other things, he'd watched Russian prostitutes urinate onto a bed. I mean, all this may well be untrue, but it's like believing in fairies or Father Christmas or that David Cameron put his willy in a dead pig's mouth. We want to believe these things are true because they make the world a brighter and happier place. <laughs> As always, Trump appeared on stage with his entire family. It's like the Nolans, only less sinister. <laughs> Either way, they both get me in the mood for dancing. <laughs> to avoid any conflict of interest when he becomes president, Donald Trump said he has signed over total control of his businesses to the privileged and amoral products of his flabby, pathetic loins. Um, he, he might not have used that exact term. But... <laughs> Two points to Mark. Zoe. What did Simon say about a cash injection? This is Simon Stevens, the chief executive of NHS England, who has claimed that the money that Theresa May has given to the NHS isn't exactly uh, as much as the government has claimed it has been. He said it's stretching a point to suggest that the government is giving them more money than they actually need. What has happened in real terms is the, the money given to the NHS is going down slowly over the years, and this has been highlighted in the news recently with the crisis within the NHS. Of course, you can't have a crisis within the NHS without Jeremy Hunt popping up. Um, he's got a strange expression on his face, hasn't he, Jeremy Hunt? He never looks like he's fully focused at what's in front of him. He's got that far-off look in his eye, like a horse taking a really long wee. <laughs> Weirdly, though, this week, Jeremy Hunt actually urged sick Brits not to go to A&E, which I suppose is one way of dealing with the problem, isn't it? If you just encourage healthy Brits to go to A&E... <laughs> 
you're going to deal with them and process them a lot more quickly, aren't you? And not have to worry about hitting the targets that they're not currently doing. They, he, was, he mentioned this week that he was going to perhaps shift the targets a little bit. There's a target currently in place with the NHS that people have to be seen within four hours in an emergency situation. Fair enough. I mean, I take a similar view to targets. On the 1st of January, I said, Zoe, we are going to do dry January. And then on the 2nd of January, I had changed that target to, Zoe, we are going to do dry 1st of January. And then call it a day. And I'm very happy to report that I had hit that target and have been merrily drunk ever since. So it's four hours, the target. That's a four target. Hours. The target for, yeah. for, not, for not for everyone, but yeah. 95% mm. of patients in A&E should be seen within four I, hours. Absolutely. I think the pledge is still four hours. Uh, it's just that, you know, originally it was we will see the patients in A&E within four hours, and now we will see the patients within four hours of their death. So it's near enough, <laughs> near enough the same thing. Didn't Jeremy Hunt take his own children to A&E in a non-emergency? And when he was asked about it, he just went, well, the GP was closed. Like, yes, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> sort of the point. <laughs> sort of your job.